Welcome to the Miracle Channel podcast. Every week, you'll hear powerful messages from world-renowned pastors that air on Miracle Channel, Canada's 24-7 Christian TV station. And if you want to watch more of their messages anytime you want, check out our online streaming service, Corco Plus. Follow the link in our show notes to create a free account in three simple steps. Today on the podcast, you'll hear a message from Brian Houston. As global senior pastor of Hillsong Church, Brian has two passions. One is to build the church of Jesus, and the other is to help people fulfill their God-given potential. Anytime you listen to him, you'll be encouraged that wherever you are or whatever you're going through, the best is yet to come. You can watch Brian Houston Sundays on Miracle Channel at 1.30 p.m. Mountain Time. And now, Brian Houston will teach on the transformative power and anointing of Holy Spirit. Let's dive into the message. We need the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. Where would we be without the Holy Spirit? I want to know the power of the Holy Spirit. I want to know the person of the Holy Spirit. I get to travel. I travel all around the world, as many of you know, and like others here do. I know so many pastors. I know pastors are some of the biggest and most well-known churches on the globe, some of the most significant ministries. I know pastors of small, seemingly insignificant, not to God, but maybe unknown churches and I love pastors. I love pastors. I grew up a pastor's kid. I am a pastor. I got kids who are pastors. I love pastors. And you know, an interesting thing I've noticed is sometimes off the platform, heavy pastors and, well, I'll talk about Jensen Franklin, for example. My experience of Jensen Franklin when I Spend time with him off the platform. He's Southern, he's gentleman, he's polite. He's, I would call him almost shy. Uh, And yet he gets on the platform and the guy, it's almost like he becomes a different person. Powerful, got authority, just can break a huge arena like this open with the power of God. I love to see what the Holy Spirit can do on a person's life. Because sometimes he makes us different people, not in the sense of hypocrisy and being one thing down there and another thing up here, but in terms of authority and power and anointing. And we need the Holy Spirit. As a pastor, I know I need the Holy Spirit. We all, and whatever it is God's called us to do, we need the Holy Spirit. Israel had judges, but they wanted a king. And ultimately, God gave them their desire. And Samuel anointed Saul, Israel's first king. And even though it ended badly with Saul, it started so well. And this is what happens when the priest Samuel anoints Saul. In 1 Samuel 10 verse 6, It says the Spirit of the Lord, that's who we're talking about. The Spirit of the Lord will come upon you and you will prophesy with them and be turned into another man. Become someone different, turned into another man. And in verse nine, it was when he had turned his back to go from Samuel that God gave him 
another heart, turned him into another man. God gave him another heart. And all those signs came to pass that day. I went to Bible college 45 years ago. 45 years ago. I'm that guy there talks in like 45 years ago. (laughs) That's me now. It used to be all the old guys, but now it's us young guys who are 45 years ago. I started Bible college. (laughs) Well, I got asked to speak at the chapel. Honestly, there was 50, probably 60 students. But I had to speak at chapel for 20 minutes. You know, I got so worked up, so nervous, so shy, that when the day came, I literally got in my car, drove in the opposite direction because I couldn't face it and pretended I forgot. Well, I'm still that person, same DNA, same blood running through my veins, but something's changed. I believe God's turned me into another man. We all need the Holy Spirit. We all need the strength of the Holy Spirit. And it's a presumptuous person who believes they can do whatever it is God's called them to do without the Holy Spirit. We need His strength. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, the Apostle Paul, quoting Jesus, said this, My grace is sufficient for you and my strength. He talked about strength. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. In other words, your weakness is the perfect match for my strength. I love the fact that my insecurities, my weakness, my inability, my humanness is the perfect match for God's strength. And so is yours. The perfect match. And then in verse 10, again, Paul talks about strength. He said, therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities and reproaches and needs and persecutions and distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. That's interesting, Paul but when I am weak, then I am strong. So Jesus says, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Paul says, when I'm weak, I am strong. But you know, the two times strength is mentioned there, it's different Greek words. Dunamis is one of the words for the Holy Spirit, it's explosive power. And so when Jesus says, my strength is made perfect in your weakness, it's dynamis, like dunamis with a Y, dynamis. And it's talking about inherent power. God's inherent power, strength is who He is. He is strong. But when Paul says, when I am weak, then I am strong, it's a different word, similar, it's dynatos. But this time, it's not talking about inherent strength, Paul's own strength, it's talking about imparted strength. That's what the Holy Spirit does for us. The Holy Spirit imparts strength into us. In the Old Testament, various words translated strong to be strengthened, sustained, resolute, firm, to prevail, to grow in strength, to become powerful, to arise, to be bold, alert, brave, secure, to strengthen, to make strong. And in the New Testament, some of the words for strong or strength are mighty, powerful, able. He makes us able, strong. You need the strength of the Holy Spirit. Pastors, maybe you're struggling and you're under the weight of it all. You need the strength of the Holy Spirit. In 2017, so many vexing things around and about us more than ever. We need 
the strength of the Holy Spirit. Thank God for the Holy Spirit and the way the Holy Spirit works in our lives, especially when we are weak. Romans 8, 26, likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. You know, Jesus Himself, when He walked on earth, He knew He needed the Holy Spirit. And if Jesus needed the Holy Spirit, how much more do you and I need the Holy Spirit? Jesus, of course, when He was baptised in water in Luke chapter 3, He comes up from the water. And this is what the verses tell us, verse 22, Luke chapter 3. The Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon Him. So the Holy Spirit in the form of a dove came upon Him in this verse. And a voice came from heaven which said, You are my beloved Son, and you I am well pleased. So the Holy Spirit is on Him. But then it says, just moving on a few verses in chapter 4, verse 1 and 2, that Jesus then being filled with the Holy Spirit returned from the John. So not only did the Holy Spirit come on Him, but the Holy Spirit was in Him. He was filled with the Holy Spirit. Ah, I pray for everyone here to believe to be filled with the Holy Spirit. See, for this conference, I believe the Holy Spirit is on this conference. And because you are the temple of the Holy Spirit, you bring Him in here. And so we know the Holy Spirit is in this conference. But not only was the Holy Spirit on Him and in Him, but reading on there in those verses, verse 1 and 2, it says He returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. And in those days, He ate nothing. And afterward, when they had ended, He was hungry. Really, 40 days, He's hungry. Big shock. Big surprise. Hey, Holy Spirit came on him. Holy Spirit filled him. Now the Holy Spirit led him. And then it moves on from there and says the Holy Spirit empowered him. In verse 14, Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee, whereas Galilean ministry was about to start. So now the Holy Spirit's on him, in him, is leading him, and now is empowering him. Finally, it goes on and tells us in verse 17, the Spirit of the Lord, Jesus speaking, is upon me because He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Without wanting to be too repetitive, I want you to get it. If Jesus needed the Holy Spirit to come upon Him and for the Holy Spirit to be in Him and for the Holy Spirit to lead Him, and then for the Holy Spirit power to be His portion, to empower Him, and then for the Holy Spirit to anoint Him. And finally, for Him then knowing that He was sent by the Spirit to heal the brokenhearted. There's belief for that for our lives. There's belief for that for our ministries. There's belief for that for our churches. We need the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. Where will you be without the Holy Spirit? I want my life to know that I am sent by the Holy Spirit. Jesus knew exactly why the Holy Spirit was on His life. He knew what He was anointed for. For Him it was to preach the Gospel to the poor, to heal broken hearts, to set at liberty those that are bound. 
I want to know the power of the Holy Spirit. But you know, I really want to know the person of the Holy Spirit. He's not a wrecking ball. He didn't just come and crash and bash. And he's not a wrecking ball. Maybe you've been in an environment where it looks like he was a wrecking ball. He's not a bully. He doesn't come in and bully us and force us. And I guess you'd have to say about Paul when he was Saul and on that road to Damascus, he definitely got hit with a pretty powerful punch when the Spirit of God touched him. But I don't think the Holy Spirit's a bully. He's not a showman. He doesn't parade himself, but he's also not a pushover. You can't manipulate the Holy Spirit. You can't contrive the Holy Spirit. You, you, can't, you can't somehow think that you can treat the Holy Spirit like your puppet. He's not that. But man, the fact that He is on us and in us and empowers us and leads us and anoints us and sends us means that we really can live in the strength of the Holy Spirit. When I'm weak, I know He is strong. When I am weak, my own weakness, I know His inherent strength is imparted into me. That gives me confidence to get up here each time I do it to know the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, I don't know that everybody fully understands just how close to us the Holy Spirit actually is. When I grew up in the 1960s in New Zealand, most New Zealand houses seem to have the same little ornaments across the wall, three flying ducks, ornamental ducks. Each one got smaller than the other to make it look like they were moving away into a further away distance. Interestingly, they were there for most of my childhood, if not all my childhood, but they never seemed to make any progress. They were flapping away there. But you know, maybe as a kid grow up realising that the Holy Spirit wasn't far from us. That God was not just a distant God out there, that He's actually in our house. He's actually in our lives. He actually hears our conversation. Imagine if we really believed He's our standby. The Holy Spirit is here. It's how He's described in the Amplified Bible. I wonder if our conversations will be different. I wonder if we'd lift our lives or live our lives a little different. <laughs> I wonder whether we'd panic a little less and whether we'd be a little less quick to just step out in our own strength and try to do everything in our own strength and make things happen in our own strength because our inherent strength is pretty puny compared with God's. You can watch more messages from Brian Houston on Corco Plus, Miracle Channel streaming service. Corco Plus has thousands of ministry programs in the Christian Living section. Every Friday, we take your favorite speakers and curate messages into a topic-based playlist called The Weekly Fix. This week, the topic is learning to hear Holy Spirit. You'll hear messages from Andrew Womack, Joel Osteen, Christine Kane, and Robert Morris, all on the topic of hearing Holy Spirit. Go to corco.com to sign up for your free account in three simple steps. That's C-O-R-C-O.com. Corco Plus programming is available to Canadian residents only. I don't just want to know what the Holy Spirit does. I don't just want to know the power of the Holy Spirit even. I want to know the person of the Holy Spirit. In John 16, in verse 7, Jesus talking about the Holy Spirit, promising the Holy Spirit. 
He says the comforter will come. He calls them the comforter, but I love it in the Amplified because it truly does bring those words to life. In the Amplified Bible, it says, however, I am telling you nothing but the truth. When I say it is profitable, good, expedient, advantageous for you to, that I go away, because if I do not go away, the comforter, counsellor, helper, advocate, beautiful words, intercessor, strengthener, standby, will not come to you into what? Close fellowship with you. He's close. He's close. But if I go away, I will send him to you to be in what? Close fellowship with you. Think about that, the Holy Spirit. Not only comforter, counsellor, helper, advocate, intercessor, strengthener, standby. I hope you realise right now, you're standing on pretty solid ground. We've got pretty solid ground to build these churches in Australia. No matter what the statistics say, no matter what the census is saying, no matter what people are saying, no matter how marginalised we become over some of the issues that confront society today, no matter how much accusation which seems to be on the rise every single month and every single year, what a powerful thing to know that we have the Holy Spirit because no force in hell and no force on earth is stronger than the Holy Spirit. Jesus builds His church. He looks after His church and He will always look after His church. I need someone to help me. I mean, I need someone who maybe is a family man, good believer, man of the Spirit. Oh, Jerry, look at that. What an amazing thing you're standing right there. Come on up here. Jerry, Jerry's a good man. He's got two little children, beautiful wife, one of our pastors. He's uh, handsome. Jerry, you're, you're just walking out life. You're walking out life. I'm the Holy Spirit. You can't see me. You can't see me. You can't see me. You can't see me. I'm, you know, we all know I'm not really the Holy Spirit. If I'm the Holy Spirit, we're in trouble. And I certainly don't want to be, uh, you know, presuming on anything, pretending for one moment I'm the Holy Spirit, but I'm the Holy Spirit. And you're walking your way through life and as you walk your way through life, you think about it. You've got some pretty tough stuff happens and some pretty vexing situations. But the comforter is with you. The comforter. You're going to be all right. It's going to be okay. I've got your back. I'm on your side. Yep. The comforter yep. is with him. And then he just keeps going through life and Man, he's got some big decisions to make. You've got some of those decisions that we all in ministry and in leadership and as parents and husbands we need to make in life. And so he's got to make some big choices, but the counsellor is with you. And I've got to tell you, this counsellor is better than any therapist you could find. He is cheaper by far and he will never prescribe prescription drugs and his counsel is impeccable. His counsel is impeccable. His counsel you can stand on every step of the way. So you've got the comforter. You're going to be okay. Everything's okay. And you've got the counsellor better than any psychologist you could find. You got also the helper because man, life has its burdens, doesn't it? 
you got the helper and sometimes you got to pick up that burden. I know the Bible tells us that Jesus carries the burden, but just for the sake of the illustration, pick up your burden, pick up your burden. And look at this, the helper, the helper is right there with you. It's amazing when you lift weights, which I used to do many years ago. It doesn't take much for the coach to just take a little bit of pressure off you, spotting you, they call it. And it's incredible how much lighter that impossible burden becomes. The comforter, the counsellor, the helper. And then you've got the advocate. He's your advocate. What that means is people are speaking bad about you. Things are coming against you. Life is being unfair. You don't know what to say. You don't know how to respond. You just, it just seems the unfairness of it catches you. But your advocate is your spokesperson, just like the poor have advocates. There are advocates for the poor. There are advocates for women's rights and every other kind of right you can imagine. And you have an advocate and he is speaking for you. That's what advocates do. They speak for you. And so you're under attack like some of you are, but the advocate, he's got you. He's got you. He's going to fight for you. He has got you. The advocate. Yeah, nothing to fear here, bro. Look at the advocate. Hey, the advocate. He has got you. And then the intercessor. I love that one. That literally means the Holy Spirit. When you're desperate, is interceding for you. When you're facing challenge in your ministry, he's, 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 he's actually praying for you. He is going to the Father. He's seated at His right hand and He is interceding for you. How powerful is that? That you have Jesus praying for you and you have Jesus praying for you as your intercessor. The Holy Spirit, of course, is Jesus' intercessor. The Holy Spirit, though, the expanded, amplified version, He's your advocate, He's your intercessor. I love this one. He's your strengthener. The Holy Spirit is your strength coach. Come on, 10 spiritual push-ups right now. I'm your strength coach. It's for your good, 10 spiritual push-ups. Come on, come on. Come on, you're only going down a third of the way. Six, seven, eight. Come on, go down further. Nine. Come on, one more. Ten. How's that? He's your strength coach. We got a strength coach. And then he's your standby, your co-pilot. Means when you're driving your car, you got the standby, your co-pilot there right beside you until you go one kilometre or an hour above the speed limit. And even then he's pretty gracious. I would think else I possibly wouldn't be here. (laughs) Hey, you think about that for a moment. Thanks very much, Jerry. You think about all that. No wonder we need as pastors and leaders as people who got big lives in our own personal worlds and still sowing in and giving our best to the kingdom and being heavily involved in our church. What a beautiful thing to know that the Holy Spirit is with us. He's on us. He's in us. He leads us. He empowers us. He anoints us. And He even sends us. (laughs) I love the Holy Spirit. I love the Holy Spirit. Years and years ago, I was talking to two 
30-year-old guys. They're both 30 and the two conversations were totally unrelated to each other. So different conversations, different times, but they both told me the same thing. Two actually under 30-year-olds said this to me. They said, by the time I'm 30, I'm believing to be a millionaire. And so I said to one of them, when he said to me at 30, I'm believing to be a millionaire. I said, why do you want to be a millionaire? And he said, well, I want to be rich. Well, you know, I don't know where that guy is. I don't know whether or not he's rich. I don't know what's happened to him. But the other one, in a different conversation, when he told me that by 30, he wants to be a millionaire, I said, why do you want to be a millionaire? And I've never, ever forgotten his answer. He said, because I want to be involved. I want to help fund the salvation of the earth. And that particular man, now well in his 50s, is still in our church. And indeed, he is helping fund the salvation of the earth because he knew his because. He understood there was a because. And the Bible says the Spirit of the Lord is upon you because. In Psalm 80, verse 17, Speaking to the Lord, the Bible says, let your hand be upon the man of your right hand. It's talking about us humans. It's not in this Psalm talking about Jesus. The Son of Man, whom you make strong for what? For yourself. The Holy Spirit, He makes us strong for Himself. Jesus knew the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because. And we never should lose sight of our because. One 30-year-old, he had no real, everlasting, eternal because. But the other one, he knew he wanted God to bless and favour him, but he had the most powerful because. He wanted to sow into the kingdom, make a difference and see the gospel spread. And for us, that's why the Holy Spirit is upon us. You'll receive power in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost comes upon you and you'll be witnesses to Him in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria and Australia, all the way to the ends of the earth. Powerful. So we got our because. It's called the Gospel and the big and the broad way that we represent the good news of Jesus. We've got our because. I believe the Holy Spirit is our strength today and I know we need the Holy Spirit and I felt in my heart, we just got to spend time focusing on the Holy Spirit. I, I really felt it. And people know that because, you know, that demonised man in Gadara, the other side on the Galilee, that Jesus goes across this guy, he was in the tombs and no one could control them, put chains, he'd break them. He was naked. He was, he was a fearful sight. I doubt whether very many people would go and roam in that cemetery at night because this guy and all the demons in him were ruling the cemetery. But when Jesus came along, obviously the demons were no match for Jesus Christ. They started begging Jesus that they could go into the pigs, to the swine, and Jesus gave them permission. So sure enough, they went into the swine and the swine, they ran off the cliffs into the lake, into Galilee and killed themselves. So now the Bible talks about this man, listen, clothed and in his right mind. He was clothed and he was in his right mind. And this is what he says to Jesus. Hey, Jesus, I want to stay with you. Who wouldn't want to stay with Jesus? He said, I want to stay with you. But Jesus said, return to your own house and tell what great things God has done for you. And he went his way and proclaimed throughout the whole city with great things what Jesus had done for him. You see, there was a because. If we ever lose sight of the because, then we lose sight 
of the real purpose of the Holy Spirit. You have a because, I have a because, we have a because. And the because is what's eternal. That Jim, he, he will make you strong as sons of men, as dust people in the form of Adam. He will make you strong, not just for yourself, but for himself. So cool. I need the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to hear more great messages from inspiring teachers like Brian Houston. Rate this podcast and write a review if you haven't already. And share this message so others can be encouraged by this teaching too. So subscribe, rate, review, and share. We hope you were inspired by today's message. God bless.